what is up my fantasy football fanatics lee here with the idp show to talk you through some injuries on another packed episode of the injury report it's a beautiful fall day here and it's got me so excited to talk football with all of you we've got a ton to cover and all the time in the world to get through it so let's get started here first with the thursday night injury recap Two major injuries to talk about, both big-time offensive players. First of all, we'll start off with Joe Mixon, running back for the Bengals. He got his left ankle rolled up on in the last drive of the game. Anytime that happens, you can almost count on a high ankle sprain. However, in Mixon's case, he was able to come out with a mild high ankle sprain. This is due to his foot not being completely trapped once he was rolled up on. The normal timeline, as we all know, for a high ankle is usually six to eight weeks. But the good news with Mixon here is it shouldn't take that long at all considering this is a mild case. It's likely he misses next week and the possibility of the week after, but he should come back relatively soon compared to those who suffer a normal high ankle sprain. Next, we'll take a look at what happens when a high ankle sprain turns into a major injury. Wide receiver for the Jaguars, DJ Chark, got rolled up on on the third play of their opening drive, I believe. And via the video, it looked like just a routine high ankle sprain. However, x-rays later revealed that he did end up with a fracture to go along with that injury. That means he will have season-ending surgery and his 2021 season is over. So to recap there, Joe Mixon came out with a mild high ankle sprain. He'll be out likely one to three weeks, and that all depends on how his recovery and his PT goes and how he's feeling, whereas wide receiver DJ Chark will be out for the rest of 2021. Moving on, we will check out who is new to the IR this week. We'll start off on offense with running back James White for the Patriots. He'll be out for the rest of the year. He suffered a hip subluxation. So what happened here is he hit the ground real hard. His hip popped completely out of socket and then popped right back in. As you can imagine, that is incredibly painful. And the speculation here and the reason why I think he'll be out for the rest of the year or it's confirmed that he'll be out for the rest of the year is a lot of the times when that hip pops out of place and pops back into the place, you can have a lot of muscle tear going on, which is what I assume happened to James White in this case. So he'll be out for the rest of the year. Next, wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, KJ Hamler, unfortunately tore his ACL, so he will be out for the rest of the year. Look for a return next year. And then lastly on offense, quarterback Tua Tungavailoa for the Dolphins. This is related to the rib injury he suffered there, I believe in week two, rib fractures. He just got put on the IR, so he will miss a minimum of three weeks. Moving on over to defense, we'll start off with a big one. Linebacker Blake Martinez for the Giants is done for the year with a torn ACL. That is a huge loss for that Giants defense, so now we'll be looking for Tay Crowder to step up and fill that role. Next, linebacker Justin Hollins for the Rams, who is off to an awesome start to the year. He's got a pectoral injury that requires surgery. I'm not entirely sure if that was a torn pec or not. Sean McVay doesn't seem to think this is going to be season-ending. He he thinks he'll be back towards the end of the year. However, Justin Hollins, for the rest of this year, is not likely to be very fantasy-relevant. Next, I wanted to touch on linebacker for the Packers, Zadarius Smith. He had back surgery recently after being put on the IR, so he will be out much longer than expected. The expected return is maybe December. However, it could be pushed back even further than that. Next, we'll take a peek at the players who were already ruled out for week four here. A bunch of big names on the board. We'll start off with running back Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers. We knew this was coming. He's going to be out this week, likely next week. They're just giving him a ton of rest. They didn't put him on the IR, which is a good thing, so we'll, we'll keep our eye out for next week. Next, wide receivers A.J. Brown and Julio Jones for the Tennessee Titans. 
both out with hamstring issues. And unfortunately here, there is doubt for next week. So keep your eye on that one and watch Derrick Henry get 97,000 carries this game. Next, Russell Gage for the Atlanta Falcons. He's out with an angle injury. We thought this was going to be a multiple-week thing, and here we are, alas, at multiple weeks. He's likely to miss next week as well, so hopefully you aren't depending on Russell Gage too much. And if you are depending on Russell Gage, I, I do apologize for your fantasy turmoil there. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. He's out with a hamstring injury, and he is expected to go on IR, so expect him to miss this week as well as the next three weeks here. A couple of Giants wide receivers here, Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. They're both going to be out with hamstring injuries, and this could be a case like A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, the wide receiver tandem there. Um, Shepard and Slayton could be looking at multiple weeks on the sidelines. Lastly, wide receiver Elijah Moore for the Jets. He will be out with a concussion this week. Over on defense, players who were ruled out involve Keanu Neal, linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. He's on the COVID list, so he will miss this week. Linebacker slash DE Trey Flowers for the Detroit Lions. He will be out this week with a shoulder injury. That is a nagging injury, so we could expect to, to see him miss next week as well, so keep your eye on that. Linebacker Zach Cunningham for the Houston Texans. He's out this week on the COVID list. Defensive end Quiddy Pay for the Indianapolis Colts here. He'll be out with a hamstring injury, and as we all know, hamstring injuries are nagging. They tend to go on for a long time if you don't get rest. So it's a good thing he's missing this week. He could return next week, however, with hamstring injuries. They're iffy, so keep your eye on that one. New York Jets safety Marcus May is going to miss this week and likely up to three to four weeks potential stint on the IR here with an ankle injury. So that is a brutal loss for the New York Jets, potentially one of their best defensive players there. And lastly, already ruled out for this week on defense, linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, Bud Dupree. He'll be out with a knee injury. The only doubtful for this week is tight end for the Buccaneers, Rob Gronkowski. He got hit super hard, rib injury. He was out for a little bit during week three versus the Rams and then came back, just didn't quite look the same. And this is more of the same here. He didn't look ready this week. With rib injuries, a lot of it is really just pain tolerance. And I'm assuming he's in a lot of pain because it does take a lot for Gronk to miss these games. What I will say is just because he's doubtful doesn't mean he's guaranteed to miss the game. Um, statistics do say that is a less than 5% chance to be active for that game. So anybody who's doubtful, always err on the side. It's very, very, very likely that they will be out that week. So again, to recap, Rob Gronkowski, tight end for the Buccaneers, very likely to miss this week as he is listed as doubtful with a rib injury. Next, we'll move on to the fun stuff here, the questionable designations. We'll start off on offense with quarterback Lamar Jackson for the Ravens, questionable with a back injury. My back would be hurting too if I were carrying that whole Baltimore Ravens team, but he will be fine. Running back DeAndre Swift for the Lions, still dealing with that groin injury. It's the same situation as last week. He was limited all week, but he should be available at full capacity come Sunday. I would start DeAndre Swift with confidence. Running back Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. Knee injuries was putting him on the questionable designation list. It's the same advice as Swift here. He was limited all week, but expected to play Sunday, so I would start Jonathan Taylor with confidence. Running back for the Vikings, Dalvin Cook. After missing last week, reports say he had a great week of practice and he's feeling good. I'm confident we'll see Dalvin return to full capacity in week four, so I would start Dalvin with confidence there. 
Running back for the Raiders, Josh Jacobs. Questionable with an ankle injury. This is the same ankle injury that made him miss last week. I was hopeful last week that he would play this week, and I still am. The full week of limited practices paired with a rest week last week leads me to expect Josh Jacobs on the field for week four, and I do feel good about starting him there. Wide receiver for the Chargers, Keenan Allen found himself questionable with an ankle injury. He was limited all week at practice, and there are no reports coming out that would be cause for concern for him to miss. We should see Keenan Allen on the field on Sunday, barring any setbacks on Saturday. Next up here, a big one, tight end George Kittle for the 49ers. This one is such a tough case. He didn't practice a couple days this week, but he was running normally, but not doing the normal routine on Friday. Shanahan says, quote, he's not guaranteed to play this week, while Kittle says, if my body can go, I'll play. There's a whole lot to unpack here. With the multiple, multiple did not practices tagged along with him just seen running on the sidelines makes me very worried for his week four status. My advice here is to err on the side of caution if you can and see if you can pivot, but also I would look out for the Sunday morning reports on what he was able to do for practice on Saturday and Sunday morning if he does try to go. That'll tell us a lot. However, overall, I am worried for his week four status and I'm not confident he will be out there, or if he is, I'm not sure on his production as calf injuries can be very nagging and can cause them to come out of the game prematurely. So overall, just look out for George Kittle, see what reports you can find before the game, and if you can pivot, I do recommend that you pivot. Next up, running back for the Washington football team, Antonio Gibson. He's questionable with a shin and shoulder combo. He didn't practice on Thursday, but he returned to a limited practice on Friday. Reports are saying the did not practice status seemed to be just a maintenance thing, which makes sense considering Gibson's major role in that offense. So I do look for him to play to full capacity at week four. Steelers wide receiver Chase Claypool, aka Pitt Drip, as Bobby likes to call him. He didn't practice on Friday with a hamstring issue, which is definitely not what we want to hear. I'm going to err on the side of caution and fade Claypool this week with the did not practice designation. If he plays and you want to start him, I'm not going to be mad at you. Just don't come at me if he exits halfway through the game because he aggravated it, which happens a lot with these hamstring issues. So since he didn't practice on Friday with that hamstring issue, I'm going to say he's probably not going to play this week and I would fade him if he does. Next up, Tyler Lockett and Load. With the Seahawks here, he's looking great and is expected to be on the field Sunday, barring any Saturday setbacks. Running back for the Rams, Daryl Henderson will make his return week four after missing week three with a rib injury. Running back for the 49ers, Elijah Mitchell is not likely to go for week four with that same nagging shoulder injury that he's had that kept him out of week three. Quarterback Carson Wentz for the Colts, he looks good for week four, but I'd want to stay away from the ankle monster here until he starts putting up numbers. Lastly, on offense, we'll take a look at the Bears quarterback combination of Fields and Dalton. I want to give the lean to Fields here. I just don't think Dalton is quite ready. So it looks to, looks to me that Fields will get the start for Chicago in week four. Switching over to defense, the questionable designations for this week. Not a lot of big names, which is, which is good to hear. We'll start off with safety for the Ravens, Chuck Clark. He was on the the questionable list, I'm not really sure why his designation was so. I expect him to play barring anything wild before the game. Linebacker Khalil Mack for the Bears. He's questionable with a foot injury. He did not practice Thursday, did not practice Wednesday, but was limited on Friday. He liked to do this a lot last year, not practice and then give a limited and then play. Guys like Mack can do this, so I do expect this to be another one of those situations for Khalil Mack. I do expect Khalil Mack to play in week four. 
Linebacker Taki Taki for the Browns. He's questionable with a hamstring injury. He was limited all week. I think he'll go for those people who have him in deeper leagues. Defensive end Randy Gregory for the Cowboys. Questionable with a knee injury, filling in for the missing Demarcus Lawrence a little bit there. He hasn't done too much due to a stint on the COVID list, but he is expected to play this week, so stash him and see if he pans out there. Defensive end for the Lions, Romeo Okora, finds himself questionable with a shoulder injury. He was limited all week, but should be good to go and suit up on Sunday. His tandem there, defensive end for the Lions, Michael Brockers, also questionable with a shoulder injury. Same thing as Okora, limited all week, but should be good to go for Sunday. Defensive end Frank Clark for the Kansas City Chiefs, questionable with a hamstring injury after missing week three. I'm more hopeful this week as he logged a full slate of limited practices. Last week, if we compare, he did miss Friday's practice due to that hamstring injury, so this is all suggesting he'll be ready for week four. I do think the week three rest gave him the needed time off to be able to go this week. I do expect Frank Clark to play. Safety for the Patriots, Kyle Duggar, questionable with a hamstring injury. This is likely a game-time decision, although he logged in limited practices all week. This one's truly a toss-up with a limited amount of information that comes out of New England to start with. I would pay attention to this one closer to kickoff, but my guess is that we will see Kyle Duggar on the field at full capacity. Linebacker Tay Crowder for the Giants, filling in for the injured Blake Martinez there. For those of you who snagged Crowder after the Martinez injury news, congratulations. Um, Crowder became limited on Thursday, leading to another limited on Friday. Potentially could be cautionary as they can't afford to lose another linebacker, but this is likely a game-time decision. Another situation with not a lot of information, so I think if you can find another option, have one available in case Tay Crowder can't go, but the thought is that he will be on the field. And lastly, questionable on defense, again, Jason Pierre-Paul, Tampa Bay linebacker with that same shoulder issue that kept him out last week. It'll be another game-time decision as doctors still recommend rest. He was considered unlikely to play earlier this week, but reports coming out of Tampa Bay are starting to change. He could suit up, but I would expect that to even be in a limited fashion if he does. So fade JPP until we see him back in full capacity and those fireworks start going. So that's all I've got for the questionable designations. A little bit of good news here. Wide receiver for the Washington football team, Curtis Samuel, is expected to be activated off the injury reserve and looks to play week four don't jump the gun quite yet as i don't think he'll be near 100 percent. i would give him a week or two see how he does starting off and then gauge it from there but the good news is we could see curtis samuel back in action for week four so there you have it for another fun-filled weekend of the injury report i really appreciate you guys listening to me babble on about injuries especially when it's a long list like this week's was I love answering your guys' questions over on Twitter, so if you have any for me, please do not hesitate to go follow me over at idpshow underscore injury and shoot me a DM or tag me in anything if you want me to provide some further analysis for you guys. While you're at it, please go follow the guys over at the IDP show. They give a ton of great information on the defensive side of the ball for you IDP players out there. So until next time, I'm Lee with the IDP show, and this has been... The injury.